Welcome to episode 16 of Better with Paul. Now, today is our very first follow-up episode. If you recall, in episode 15, you heard the amazing story of Sharice Jones. Now, she was the person who went from being pregnant and fired to six years later, creating a business that was on track to do $5 million in sales. Now, here's the hook. I actually recorded that interview one year prior to my published date. So it was October of 2019 when I originally sat down with Sharice. And then going into publishing it in October of 2020, I decided I better reach out to Sharice, right? To make sure, A, she was still in business, right? To see if there was anything, you know, big that happened to her business so that I could at least report on that in the intro or in the outro of the episode. And when I reached out to her, her response completely blew me away. Sharice mentioned that not only did she hit 5 million in sales by the end of 2019, but this year, 2020, she is on track to do between 15 and $17 million. Let me repeat that, 15 to $17 million in sales in 2020. Now, why did I repeat that? A, it's over 200% growth, right, in one year. But think about this. We are in a global recession, and the markets that are down are things like handbags, accessories, clothing. How does Sharice make her revenue? Handbags, clothing, accessories. So she is up big when the market globally is down big. I needed to find out how she did that. And then on top of that, Sharice also has a deal with HBO. Hello. She also has a deal with HSN, Home Shopping Network. Hello, right? I believe Sharice is already well-known, but this is her breakout year. And so I had to have her back so that we could unpack just the last year. How did she do it, right? Because keep in mind, at the end of 2019, her business was doing well, right? It was doing well. But she was going through a lot of challenges with her mother. She had just announced that she had just let her mother go, right? She was going through challenges with her husband. You know, this was someone who was going through the growing pains of growing a company. And to see how she's been able to manage all of that and do so incredibly well, we needed to have her back. So I want you to get ready for what, and I know I always say this, but I'm telling you, this is one of my favorite episodes. This is the 2020 story of Sharice Jones. This really blows my mind. I was looking at the notes. I was actually looking at my notes plus your last text message to me when you were like, Paul, I'm downstairs. You know, I'm at the, the deli, like waiting on you, okay. right? You realize it was October of 2019 that we did our first interview, our only interview. Right? It was a whole year ago. It was one year ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this is what blows my mind. In that interview, you talked about how you were at Sassy Jones Boutique was at 3 million in sales. 
you were projecting to do five million in sales, which 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 what was a mind blow, by the way. It was one of those where you said five million. I was like, wow. And you know, also you could see how you saw that as like that was a that was a big task. Like we're gonna maybe yeah. maybe we'll hit six yeah. million, right? Yeah. Now, fast forward a little bit. We did the interview. Yeah. I loved the interview. Yeah. Love. Matter of fact, it was one of my favorite interviews of the Thank year. You. And I wanted to hold it and release it at the right time. And I felt like this was this was the right time to do it. And can I say this also? I just checked the interview right now. It just went live. It is top 20 in the UK, Ghana, Jamaica, Uganda, Belgium, South Korea, Botswana. Botswana! <laughs> <laughs> Hold me hard in Botswana. This is a good time. So boom. So so I release it. And you know, I sent you a text because I was going to re-record my intro mm. because it's been one year and I didn't know what was going on with the business, etc. Mm. So, you know, I hit you with the text and I was like, just what's what's happening? Yeah. And you were yeah. like, Bro, <laughs> I'm about to do, or I believe that we will do between 15 and $17 million this year. I had to hit pause because that's over 200% growth in one year. That's like, that's, it's crazy. And then on top of it, on top of it, you mentioned how, oh yeah, and I've got this little situation going at HBO as, as well. I was like, <laughs> you know, honestly, Sharice, I was like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I remember when you left, we had that talk about TV. Yeah. I remember I'm talking about business, talking about life. And to see that in one year, you've done more than most people will do in their lifetime in one year. And so I wanted us to just properly catch up now and break down the year because you've had what I consider to be one of the most incredible years ever. Yeah. So let's, can we just unpack there's the year? There's so much, Paul. Let's unpack. There's so, there's okay. so many clothes in that suitcase. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Cool. Cool. So, all right. Let's go all the way back to day one of the year ago, which was when you left. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, 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 you, so you left the interview, right? What was your mindset on your business? Because it was October. We we're getting ready to go to the end of the mm -hmm. year. What were you thinking? Were you really thinking, okay, I'm gonna hit five million in sales, I'm gonna hit six? What were you thinking? I was thinking I need to survive for fourth quarter. Like I just need to get through it because so much had happened in my personal life. I don't know if we talked about this last year where my mom was working. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so mom, she left the job and that like that broke me down. Like because it triggered some abandonment issues, right? And so, and she left. So I was like, Jesus, I just need to get through fourth quarter. And so yeah. we ended up- Charisse, I'm sorry, can I ask you that? Your mom basically quit on yeah. you. Yeah, but, but she has a whole different story. <laughs> she, you let her tell it, she was fired. What happened is she quit, but she has to say the rhetoric of fire to make herself feel better about walking away. But that is what happened, wow. yeah. Wow. So, so at that moment, did you have then, I mean, the business relationship with your mom had ended. Yeah. You all also end the personal relationship as for well. A, for a time, up until the new year. Wow. Yeah. 
couldn't because I needed to like cleanse. I needed to protect my peace. I needed to like step aside. Um, both my husband and I, as you know, we work together as a president. So he's feeling the exact same way. So there had to be some time apart. And it wasn't until the beginning of 2020 in January, I gave her a call. I was like, listen, this is weird between you and I. I don't want to feel these things. And I'm just letting you know that I forgive you. Because with me, I can't carry like look around. You know, I got to be light. I got to be airy. I'm a creative. Things have to flow. I can't have these like blockages, you know. And so um, I gave her a call because it was even affecting my creativity. It was affecting my productivity, all of that. So I gave her a call and forgave her. But like what the main thing that was happening when I left was that um, surviving Black Friday, all of that in preparing for HSN, which was supposed to be launching February of 2020. So in my mind, leaving that interview, all of those things were sort of like happening at the same time. Okay, wow. So then walk us through, you got through Black Friday. Mm -hmm. At the end of the year, what did revenue look like? And also what did the business look like at the end of the year? At the end of, oh, at the end of that year, God shook so many branches and leaves off of the tree. Like the tree just got just shaken up. And so we ended up um, losing staff members that weren't meant to be around, not even just my mother. Um, We killed the sales goal. I think we ended at right around 5 million. And at that point, I'm not even tracking growth. At that point, it was merely about surviving. That's it. There was no level of thrive, like at on like, Jesus, if I can just get through this. Jesus, if I can just rebuild my team. Jesus, if I can get through this hurt. You know, it wasn't, I wasn't thinking about, oh my gosh, we hit 5 million last year. And that equals to over 4,000% growth in the last three years. You're just, you're just gunning. Your head is down. You're doing the work. You're not looking for any accolades, no recognition. You're just doing the work, serving the people, doing the work, serving the people, doing the work, serving the people. And then... You look up and it's like all these rewards are just around. Right. right. That that that's insightful because I believe a lot of people from the outside looking in would look at you and say, Oh my gosh, she was probably out, she or she should have been celebrating at the end of the year. You know, she should have been you know, pushing PR to get on the cover of magazines and that kind of yeah. thing. But to, to know that you were simply trying to just survive mm-hmm. is a yeah. lot. Yeah. And then you have the, you know, the the, the turmoil with, with your mm-hmm. mother, but also how was the relationship with you and your husband towards the end of the year? Because in the interview, yeah. what I really appreciated is you opened up with, hey, you know, things aren't always gravy, you know, with with, with my husband and I. And, we, and, and because we work together and we're, you know, we're husband and wife, that creates a lot of stress. And I will say, I know this, too. I work with my wife, you right? You know so, how it is. How, what was the relationship like with your husband at the end of yeah. the year? So we're talking about the end of 20, or I'm sorry, the end of 2019. 2019. So what I always say is that if you can master working with your spouse, you can do anything in the world. You can do anything in the world. So last year was, it was I think it was tougher than before we talked because that whole thing with my mother drove a wedge. That whole thing with my mother was like, you know, I want to forgive my mother. I want to move on. My husband is not ready to. And so that created some distance 
And so it wasn't until I forgave her, let that go and led him down the same path. Did we even see eye to eye on that situation? And I'm going to tell you another thing, like constant communication and constant counseling is a must if you are going to work together in any capacity, because this is the hardest thing two people could ever do. Like entrepreneurship is already the hardest thing, but you're talking about you're going to leave your whole corporate job and come over here and, and help me with this. It's, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So, man, at the end of 2019, the end of, yeah, end of 2019, wasn't then great no, for you? Not, not emotionally at all. Oh, my gosh. No. It was. <laughs> <laughs> now you're about to really tell us. No, something. because I forgot another thing. So here's what you never do in December. I've made all the mistakes. That's why I can give all the gems because I've made all the mistakes. So. What you don't do at the end of the year is move your whole business to a whole new um, warehouse. Okay, that's A. Um, you don't simultaneously create for HSN, who is an entire monster and wants everything you have. And you don't simultaneously take your customers on a cruise in the same, like a hundred of your top customers in the same three weeks. Don't do it, bro. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. And I would imagine you were doing all that because as you were planning up to the end of 2019, it was all about growth. And these were all things that helped spark growth. And then you got to the end and you got to this crunch that so many entrepreneurs get to when they're scaling their companies. And that is, is that it's really about people management. Mm -hmm. And it's about infrastructure management, right? So then when you're going into 2020 now, mm-hmm. right? Great, revenue is yeah. great. Things are rocky personally, mm-hmm. though. And you just also said that you're losing staff, yeah. right? So, 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 so from a operational standpoint, the company isn't rock solid no. strong, right? No. Beginning. Oh my gosh! Because we were starting to gain a little bit of notoriety, and so with that came increased sales. And then this is pre-COVID, right? So. Yeah. Sales coming out of the sky, but we're losing staff. So that means we're always behind. We can't keep up. The numbers are growing, but it's outpacing how fast I can hire people, you know? And then so, and then if you have the people, do you have the right people? And then those people need to be watered. They need it to be soiled. They need it to be, you know, poured into. And do I have the time to do all the things? So what I decided to do is focus more on my leadership team. And, you know, make them stronger leaders. They operate like entrepreneurs within the company, their brand within the brand, and they lead their sectors, which frees me up to do the things that only I can do. Got it. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. So so what was your vision at the start of 2020 for 2020? Yeah. So it was all about legacy. Um, There were a few things. Um, This year was mainly, it was the year of the product, right? And so it was... What, a year and a half into me teaching myself how to design. And I wanted you to think about Sassy Jones, but not think about Sharice, right? And so, and that's hard. That's real hard, like the way that we started off. But I wanted to master sort of subtracting myself as the face of the brand. So we started to infuse other models. We started to infuse other brand ambassadors and really make the product as strong as it can so it can stand independently. So when we approach retail, you're seeing the bag in Nordstrom's, Macy's or whatever, we get to that point. 
you know the bag for the bag and its quality, but you also know the story because Sharice is there, but you don't need Sharice for the thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. was, that. that's big. And that's a part of our succession planning. Um, the other thing was my power hires. And so this year, power hire was a warehouse manager, customer service manager, and a marketer. Um, so knocked out two of those and we still have a few left. Actually, I just added some more on as of last week, but I really wanted to get my leadership team built up more. Um, we have mastered our biggest issue, which is fulfillment. Some things had to go, some things could stay, but I mean, we're happy to say now, if you place an order, you're going to get tracking them the same day, if not early the next day, you know? And so, um, those are the biggest things for me. And then also to protect more of my peace, to say no more. I had no intention of speaking on any stage this year at all. Wow. None. None. I did okay. all of that last year. Rachel Hollis, Black Enterprise, da da da. Wherever you saw me all last year, I was jet set, jet set. But what I have realized is that, Paul, oh, I don't even like doing that stuff. the fact is i enjoy i enjoy my family i enjoy designing i i enjoy product creation i enjoy the creative part of me i love birthing new ideas and new products i love nurturing my customers and that's it you know i want to travel i want to shop i want to you know live my life i want to have my life and so I needed to say no to more things, the more, you know, popular I became. And this year was that for me. And COVID was great. Absolutely great. Yeah. This this blows my yeah. mind. But this, 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 yeah, because what I'm hearing you say is that going into 2020, your vision was to remove yourself, yeah. was to remove your yeah. brand, your personal brand out of Sassy mm-hmm. Jones, mm-hmm. right? But now this is, so this is how many, this is what, how many years into Sassy seven, Joe's now? Seven, seven, yeah. seven years. Do you think it was possible to build the brand without you being at the forefront in the early Hell years? No. Or you needed to, okay, so you needed to be. <laughs> everything in its time and season, everything in its place. And so I needed to do the things until I could get to the next destination. And there are some things that you can give to other people. But that, right. um, I never would have thought I would have been in this place, but I needed to do those things in the beginning. To get it. Okay, got it. So what, for entrepreneurs watching, listening, right, who might be at the two, three, four, five, seven year, 10 year mark, how do they know when it's time to begin to remove themselves? Because what you were doing is actually what all of, you know, when you look at the case studies of the biggest businesses that have ever been built, like the apples, yeah. et cetera, you're doing exactly what they mm-hmm. did, right? At a certain point you realize, okay, the product has to come before me as the yes. CEO. Yes. But how do we know as entrepreneurs that, that it's the right time to begin to remove ourselves from the product? It's in your shanana. It's in your gut. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm like, in your what? <laughs> And you're shunning up. <laughs> yes, you learned a new word today. Use it in a sentence. You can have it, Paul. Shunning up. It's in your gut. It's in your intuition. It's in your belly, right? And so okay. there, okay. there comes a time, and I can't pinpoint it, but there comes a time when you just know 
that this is the right time to make the pivot. You know, like I, I noted that when we got the attention of HSN, they went crazy over the product. And when I had a meeting with Macy's, they went crazy over the product. And Macy's was the one that asked me, it was a black woman and she was African and she said, she was grilling me. Why this bag ain't got no lining? And I said to her, I was like, listen, sis, I'm a self-taught designer. The bag ain't got no lining because I ain't know to put the lining in the bag. Now all the bags got slave lining, right? Right. But she asked me a question. She said, so if this bag is sitting in Macy's, how can you guarantee that it'll sell without you? And I said, ooh, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> she got me. She got me again, yeah. right? So I'm standing in front of the board of Macy's. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And so she started to school me and teach me some ways that the product could stand on its own. But I had, I had had a feeling because I was traveling from here to there from Florida to New York to everywhere. And mind you, I got a whole family. You know, yeah. I got twins and they're and they're small, they're five. And I just knew that it was just time to sort of turn the tables, turn the channel, but I needed to figure out a way to do it. Yeah. Okay, fair, that's fair. So then when does TV hit the radar? Cause you know, we had our TV conversation and, and, and I, and I want to say, this is also why I'm surprised that you began to remove yourself a little bit because I think I told you that I believe you have the what I call the X factor in terms of I think you are perfect for television, mm -hmm. right? For a myriad of reasons, right? And so I was pushing you towards sure. it. I was like, and you were the first you, person who really gave me that spark. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So then... TV starts to bubble because I, I know you have a project. So at what point in the year did did TV really hit the radar for real? Not until now, Paul. Because, yeah, really? not until now. And I'll tell you why. So a girlfriend of mine, she's a blogger. She emailed me and this casting company was looking for people to do this reality show. I didn't know who it was. I didn't know what it was. She's like, I think you'd be great. So I sent my information in and we spent like all summer going back and forth, headshot, interview, did it, you know. And then so they was like, all right, we've narrowed it down to like 10 people. We want you to come to New York and meet this person. And I'm like, Jesus, who is the person? Is it June Ambrose? Is it Beyonce? Who is it? You know, who is it? And so it ended up being Jenna Lyons. And I was like, whoa. And I had to do well, some yeah. more research because I was familiar with her, but I'm not like as familiar as I should have been preparing to meet her. Um, and then we recorded last year, pre-COVID. And I didn't know that this show was going to come out now. Um, in fact, it was supposed to be on an entirely different network. It was supposed to be on TBS. And I didn't know that it had got sold to HBO. I didn't know anything. I got an email a week ago. I don't know, maybe two weeks ago. And um, it said, hey, we're done. We've edited it up. We've chopped it up. Here's the trailer. Go make some noise about it. And I was like, what? Wow. I didn't even know if the reality show was going to be a thing. Because, you know, like you film pilots and it has to be like purchased. I didn't know. And then here it is on the whole HBO. Yeah, this is a blessing. <laughs> Like ma massive blessing. And also, too, for everyone that doesn't know who Jenna Lyons is, break her resume okay. down. 
because she's, you know, she, she's a luminary yeah, in space. Yeah, so Jenna Lyons is an American fashion icon. She is mostly known as being the CEO, the former CEO of J. Crew. So most of us, our community is very familiar with Michelle Obama and her attire in the Obama administration. Jenna Lyons is responsible for those looks. When she was doing the parade and she was walking, Sasha Malia with the long coats and the dresses yes. and the waist yes. and the belts, that is J. Crew for Michelle Obama. And so she just sort of became America's like fashion icon. But crew was her go. rise. Jenna Line's been lit since before then. But to meet her and to have the exchange that we had, Paul was is insane. Like this, yeah, see, it was insane. See, this can I say this is such a good look for you. I almost want to become your manager. <laughs> all right. Let me tell you why this is such a good look for you. And for, and for everybody listening, watching too, I think this is very important if you're thinking about television or uh, evolving as a thought leader, mm -hmm. right? Is that one of the most powerful strategies is affiliation. Yeah. The moment that you are affiliated with someone or something, you then endear the same level of trust and respect that that someone or something mm -hmm. does, right? So you want to basically affiliate with highly trusted, highly renowned mm -hmm. brands on the biggest platforms possible. You just you just affiliated with the one of the number one designers in the world, and the platform is HBO. It's like it's it's just it's from a from a you developing your brand further, especially with regard to TV. It, it doesn't get better than that. I mean, I think that's that's a massive blessing. So that show will hit this fall and we'll be, we'll, we'll be able to see it on HBO. Yeah, it hit right. at the most amazing time in the whole wide world. It hits a, exactly a week after HSN. HSN is November 19th. That's one Thursday. The show premieres the next Thursday, November 26th, which is Black Friday. <sighs> well, I didn't even know your HSN hasn't, hasn't hit yet. No, it hasn't. Oh no. my God! You know you're about like you think you you think you popped already. This is this is just the beginning. This is just I'm aware. the beginning. I'm aware. So, all right, let's go. Let's go back a little bit in the year. All right, because because we already jumped the whole year, but I, I want to go back because this, so like first quarter of the year, like March, April of the year, you're just getting the team. You're getting key hires yeah. together. What was your revenue goal for the business? Or did you not yeah, have, have one? one? For the whole year, this year was 10. Yeah, it was 10. We had, okay. we had very good trajectory to like triple. But I know once you get higher in the millions, it's very hard to triple. So I was like, all right, we'll double. And that was the goal this year. Easy goal. Easy goal. Easy goal. All right. It was easy until this little thing called Rona came oh, in. And and started knocking on everybody's yeah. door, right? And this is what I find to be the most fascinating thing about your current, you know, being able to do between fifteen and seventeen million. I was telling my wife, I was like, Joe, this is this is this is kind of mind blowing. It's like like so, Sharice is selling products, accessories, you know, products in the worst global recession that's ever ever hit right and what is down right now what's down are accessories clothing items etc 
And while this is the worst time to do what you were doing, you are doing it better than most. So how, Sway? Like how? How how is it? How, How? Pardon the interruption, but I have a big announcement. My wife and I have just launched BWP Connect. That's Better With Paul Connect. And we would like to invite you to join us. So what is BWP Connect? It is a community that is not on Facebook, right? It's not on LinkedIn. It's not on any of the mainstream social platforms. It's a special place for us folks who are all like-minded to basically execute everything we're hearing in these podcast episodes. So we hear about professional skills that need to be built. We hear about personal skills that we need to build. We hear about community that we need to build. We hear about all of these things that we need to be doing. Where do we go to learn how to do them? That's exactly what BWP Connect is for. So I want you to go to paulcbrunson.com backslash BWP Connect. That's paulcbrunson.com backslash BWP Connect and join us. I um, will do my best to explain this to you. So we have a superpower at Sassy Jones um, where we engage with our customer base like no other brand does. Brands, large companies pay for this type of engagement. And through Rona, we've done the things that we've always do, that we always do. We've been going live almost every single day for years now. So all these new brands that's like, oh my God, I ain't got no sales. Let me go live. Let me try these new things. Our customers know, like, and trust us because we've been authentic, genuine, transparent the entire time. They have watched us put boxes, ship orders. They have watched me behind the scenes. I went live during training at HSN. Like, I take them wherever. That's why they're sitting here right now. I take them wherever I go. And they trust that. They also respect that, right? And so that's a relationship that cannot be broken, you know? And so the other thing is, how we do what we do. I always like to say that we are a vitamin and not a pain pill, right? And so we help the customer feel better. We ha- it's not about the accessories. It's not about this ring, this necklace, none of that. These lashes, lipstick, it's not. That is simply a byproduct. It is simply a gateway, right? What we do is we sell emotion. We sell experience. We sell the happy factor. We sell confidence, right? And so when the woman does business with us and she interacts with us, all of a sudden, we've left a positive imprint in her day, which turns into a positive imprint in her life. You know, and she's sitting up straighter, you know, and she's just, she's not afraid to wear certain colors. And that just trickles into other areas of her life where, you know, she gains a little bit more confidence. And we have a very small part to play in that, but I take it so serious. Yeah. So your authenticity, right, is helping to drive the relationship with the mm-hmm. customer. The fact that you truly know your customer. Oh, yeah. I remember when, when we did, yeah, when we did that interview, it was interesting because you were basically saying, hey, you know, the customer is me. And, and, and even last year you were saying, it's not really about the product. It's we are selling something more. We're selling confidence, mm-hmm. et cetera. So you really know your customer, which I applaud you on, 
because so many entrepreneurs and don't. That, oh my right? gosh. Don't and then they end up spending so much money in marketing, trying to find a target audience. That they don't even know. They're just throwing thousands of dollars at these ads and all this marketing initiative and these campaigns. They don't even know who they're talking to. Yeah, they don't even get to get the kind of feedback because I'm right here with her, right here. Right. I know what right. decisions to make. I know how to design for her because I'm right here with her. Yeah, you know how to design for her. You know how to create mm -hmm. for her. And also, you know how to talk to her, which is what yeah. you're saying. Like, so, so this is, so, 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 so all of that makes sense, right? Why revenues would mm -hmm. go up. What about, what really hit most people in our last interview, which is when you were breaking down, basically you were like, look, Paul, you got to spend money to make money. And so many people are like, Preach. <laughs> so, so how much are you spending right now on marketing and, and uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> so yeah, t tell us about the ad spend to get to 15, $17 million a year. Are you ready for this? All right, well, let me just, all right, let me prepare the audience then, because from our last interview, when you were at 3 million, you said, I recall, you said that you would, you were backing off of a thousand. So you were between about 500 and 700 a day. Mm -hmm. I was like 500 to $700 a day. <laughs> but I get it. So go ahead and hit us. What, what are you spending? today. Let's get ready for it. Zero. All right, the interview's gone. Yeah, I'm gone. What? What? No, are you crazy? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm serious. Paul, Paul, listen. Wait, wait, wait. No, listen to me. <laughs> we have not spend any money um i mean we have systems that we use like we pay subscriptions for the systems but we've not spent any money on any kind of ad for a black friday will be a year and it was remember i told you about the shanana and the gut yes as of november black friday we just had an inkling i was like what if because here's what i don't want I don't want this brand to be built off of some freaking Facebook ads and if Facebook goes down today or tomorrow, it ain't no Sassy Jones. I don't want us to be reliable on anything that heavy. You know, I want us to be able to do business old fashioned way, word of mouth, mouth to mouth. Girl, you know, Sassy Jones, that's what I want. So the ebbs and flows, the twos and goes, whatever, if it goes away, we're still standing in some capacity. So at Black Friday, I was like, biggest holiday, biggest sales day of the year. Let's try something, right? Because uh, you know I'm a disruptor. It, 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 yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is true. Let's try something. What if we turn off all of our ads? Just what if? That's crazy, Sharice. No, this is, we're gonna go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say that too. I say, don't no, do it. you don't do that. Who does that? But I wanted to see if what I had built could stand on its own two feet. I wanted to know if I had the chops, like, and if, if we didn't fine, like you can't fall off the ground and like, it's fine. We'll turn back on. It's, it's good. We got, you know, it's, it's cool. Man, Paul, we turned that, them ads completely off. I'm going to tell you why. Another thing too, 
all for all you entrepreneurs out there, you need to know where your segmentation is coming from, right? So you have all these marketing initiatives going on. And so our particular issue, and this is the catalyst to this decision, was that Facebook was taking credit for sales that they didn't create, right? But in mm, reporting, okay. they would say that, oh, we made you this much, this much. And I was like, the devil is a lie. And there's only one way to find out. Turn, Turn it off. off. Turn it off, bruh. And so wow. we did. Sat back, like scared mouses. <laughs> yeah, we were trembling, trembling. You know, we were scared. We were scared. Turn it off. It, it was just a, it was a, an act of faith, if you will, you know? And so we turned it off. Best Black Friday ever. Wow. And I was like, all right, I don't know if this is hype. Because, you know, people are already shopping on Black Friday. Like, I don't know. We got to see. We got to test this some more. Let's push the envelope. Let's keep them off. And let's keep it going through fourth quarter. Blew through the charge. All right. So January, everyone knows sales dips in January is slower, right? After the holiday month, everybody broke. I'm like, okay. Now, if we really have what it takes in the slowest season, let's see if we can survive out this Mm. thing. This is the indicator. Mm. Man, mm. not only surviving, thriving, and ain't looked back since. Wow. Yeah. This, this is the single biggest wow moment perhaps ever. In because it is so rare for digital brands. It is so rare for an e-commerce only brand to not have a dollar spent, not a dollar, of marketing. Not so much dollar. so that our Facebook rep was like, he's just sent us an email. <laughs> <laughs> and I love her. I love Julie. If you watch Julie, I love you, Julie. But she sent us an email. She was like, "Hey, effort with y'all no more. Y'all need to make money." She was like, "If you need support, you can just contact Facebook." <laughs> <laughs> that is general number. You no longer get direct access. Yeah. So, so then, all right. My mind is still blown on this. So, what were you doing? Instead of the ads, what were you doing? We were doing the organic marketing that we had always done, but we just turned it up. So um, if you notice on our social media, all we do is video. Video works the best. It converts the best. I mean, we could fool around with pictures, but if we know what converts, we'll say less and do more. So in the times that we are posting, we are edutaining, we're teaching. You've learned something new from us or you walked away with like all the good juju and like a great heartfelt experience. And so um, we just we turn that up. Um, We got really serious with our content. We got really serious with our offerings. I got very the, the biggest thing is I got very quiet and very serious about my craft, which is designing. And that has yeah. made um, the biggest difference, because, again, going back to the, the mantra for 2020, it being the year of the product. And so that's those were the difference makers. Wow, it's incredible. And and from uh like below the scenes, I'm sure you have a newsletters going. Oh, yeah. The cut- yeah. Heavy okay. text message marketing, you know, I mean, okay. when we talk on email, it's something to say. We went from sending a damn email a day to like scaling that back to really only when we have something to say. Um, a lot of that. Yeah. But those are things that we've always yeah. done too. And I would imagine also that you have probably a high lifetime value of your customer 
versus what a lot of entrepreneurs look at is they look at like, how can I just get a dollar from this no, one person no, no, today? No, I don't want, no, 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 no. What I value more is the relationship, right? Right. I, I value you returning. You watched the Sparkle Party last week and you came back. You ain't got to buy nothing. It's not about mm-hmm. that. This is, I want a client, not a customer. You know, I want a long-term relationship with this woman. I want her to take us into her job interviews. I want us to take us to church on vacation, everywhere she goes. And I want to design things and help her life be as beautiful as it can and help her to feel as confident as she can. And, you know, in the future, that'll expand to various product lines. But that is, that's the zhuzh for me. It's not just about the wham, bam, thank you, man. You know, also from a practical standpoint, you're, I think you've really mastered the science of the sale through Mm -hmm. video. You know, it's interesting. A lot of people talk about how if you can learn how to write Mm -hmm. copy, you know, like an Instagram caption, that that in itself is a very profitable skill. I think you all have done that as well as Mm -hmm. the video. So so for, for everyone listening, what are some quick tips that you could share in terms of creating effective promotional yeah. video. So you want to make sure because the video, short-term video went from being a minute to now it needs to be about 15 seconds. So you just want to make sure that you get in and get out. Say what you got to say and get out. I hate when our content director puts up videos that are longer than a minute. It makes me squirm. It's, it does. So just get to the point and get out. You know what I mean? Even so much so that I've started started to shorten the sparkle party. You know, like there was once upon a time I had a time goal of a 25 minute sparkle party in, out. Kind of, we used to do giveaways, call out people names. All that is irrelevant and unnecessary. (laughs) 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 The main thing, the main thing, right? The other thing I would say is to offer something of value, whether if it's not like a promo, make sure that you're teaching, you know, or maybe you're taking them behind the scenes and what you do. Because that's going to lead you to the next thing. You always want to make sure that you're building relationship in your videos as well. You want to make sure that you're speaking, whoever it is that you're talking to, speaking their language. If it's just a girl or if it's zipped up corporate talk, whatever it is that you're connecting, because they're going to take you with them in their heads, you know? And so they're going to be thinking about that video all day. Our customers laugh at our videos. It delights them. They remember them. I was getting my nails done um, the other day and it was a woman in the nail salon telling me about my video, how I called the customer on live stream and was talking to the customer doing live customer service. She was like, girl, hey, what's your name? She was like, I just watched. I don't even comment. You wouldn't know my name. And I was like, that's impact. Mm. That's impact. Mm. That you know? is. That, that is. This, this is, man, this is an MBA right here. You, you, know, you know you're giving a I'm master aware. class right here. But you know, though, why do you give so much? Because, you know, what, what I what, what also hits me about you is that you give game freely. You know, a lot of people charge for what you give mm-hmm. freely. Why do you give? Because freely? I feel that's how I'm blessed. I do it a because I feel good doing it. Like to give, I love to change someone else's life. I love to bless another person unexpectedly. I live for that, you know? And also it's in my blood. My aunties and my grandmother, my mother, they're givers. 
You know what I mean? Like they will give, that's all I saw growing up. So that's what I know to do. But then when I started to gain some success, I started to like correlate the two. And I'm like, okay, you give this away freely. And if you, I'm, you, you know, you know, God, you know, but like sacrifice is the biggest catalyst to change. And if you can give it up, if, if it's not your God and you're not attached to it, it doesn't define you. It doesn't define your worth. If you can give that thing up freely, I'm not worried about how it comes back. I'm also not worried about who biting and who taking and who copying because it's a, a million of them out there. You know what I mean? Like right. I have not the time right. for that. So I am going to do my best in this universe and whatever God sees fit to bless me with, I'm ready to receive. Mm-hmm. How's the relationship like with mom now? Oh my God, it's 100% better. 100% better. We have vacation together okay. since then. She has become nice. her, and this is this needed to happen, Paul, because she has become her own entrepreneur. Has she? She started her own business. <laughs> oh, man. She said, I'm going to go out here and start my own boutique. <laughs> Called the Sassier. Yes. Yes. Okay, so yeah. shout out to Coach Lisa Jones. So she is she is a whole coach now. And um, yeah. our relationship has improved. And I told her, and this is the power of therapy. Like I talk about this a lot. The next time that we had a conversation, because she, you know, us black women have a thing and examine it in your like lineage where people don't know how to talk to each other. You know, like people talk to people crazy and that's verbal abuse. And we grow up thinking that the ish is normal and it's not, you know what I mean? Like if that's not normal, you can't call me these names. That is not okay. You know what I mean? And so, but we grew up being called all sorts of black itches and like, you know, but, but that's, that's a generational curse. And so when I forgave her, I told her, I said, the next time that you talk to me, it needs to be in a counselor's office. Yeah, you don't. We don't get to. I I apologize for whatever part I had in it. I forgave you. And the next time we want to have an in depth conversation, you meet me right here. Here go the address. I've already set up the appointment. If you come, great. If not, it'll just be my regular session. And that's how we got back on the right track. Wow, yeah. love it. How about relationship with hubby? Oh my god, a thousand times better. But you know what he had to do too. He had to let go of the hurt. He had to let go of that hurt associated with my mother because there's a thing where he sees her and me as the same. And and like, you know, we do look alike, we talk alike, we act alike, but we are not the same, you know? And so when you work together that closely, you can take outside factors like the staff, family, and, you know, in marriages, you can blame it on one another. Like you're each other's just dumping pit. And we really have to separate that. And counseling has helped that as well, but not just us together, individual, you know, working on you, you owning your ish and not blaming the world and all these other people for your F-ups and your problems. Everyone else is not what's wrong with you. It's you, right. <laughs> you know? Right. So so just working through that. And so we are about to celebrate 10 years. Yes. There we go. A decade. <laughs> A decade. Yes, yes. On October 30th, we will celebrate 10 years in a big way. We will ride a private jet for the first time over to to Sedona and have just the time of our lives. Desert dinner. Can I can I say this though? For everybody, for everybody listening, watching, you probably know 
a private jet is on my vision board. So I know a thing or two about private jets. And the fact that Sharice is going to Sedona, she need, that's a big boy jet, by the way. That's not a little jet. By the way, there's certain jets that are little, you know, quick, but you need a big boy jet for that. So you need, you need, you need big, big girl money for, 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 for that. So that's. Because you don't want to touch him down for fuel. You need a jet that can get all the way over. No way. Yeah. You need, you need, yeah, you need. This is just, you know, it it actually gives me chills. You know, because I remember one year ago when you came in, I did the research on you. I remember listening to interviews that you did back in 2015. Mm interviews in 2016, where you were talking about, gosh, I just want to, my vision is, I just want to design, a, I just want to have my yeah. own product, right? I just want to have, and to, to see what you've built with your husband, with your mother, right? To see how there's now going to be a generational change yeah. that happens, yeah. you know, to see how many people you inspire, yeah. right? You hands down have my vote for entrepreneur of the year like from hand like hands down you are there's there's there is no one no one no one that deserves that title because not only have you built this incredible business you just said i cut off all my ads paul like, <laughs> so, so so you're not because because almost everyone i'm talking to today they're building it off of like I mean yes I'm not doubting it no spend your money on Facebook and we might one day again you know gotta launch sure. or something like that but I don't want it I don't want that to be the only leg I have to stand on like can right. this brand survive on its own you know right 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 so 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 hit, hit us hit us I, I just have two more for you right how do you believe you are able to manifest so many of these incredible things <laughs> in your life, right? How, how, how truly, what would you truly believe it is? It is my time in the morning with God. That's it. That's all. When I wake up, Paul, I go in this corner over here. This is my meditation area. I sit down. I put on some meditation music from YouTube. And I have about a 15-minute Zen session with myself. After that, I'm talking to God. After that, I'm looking myself in the mirror. I have a leaner mirror over here in the corner, full length. And I sit down Indian style, look myself in my pupils. Because we look in each other in the pupils all day long, speaking life over other people. Have you spoken life over yourself, right? We're so busy looking around, wanting Cindy and, and Sally to clap for us. Have you clapped for yourself, right? And so I sit down and I tell myself, you will be able to go, and this was what, um, six months ago, and I'm gonna give you some real ass manifestations. Even though we talk about God, I just dropped it. Listen, you <laughs> will be able to go and buy a Rolex cash. You will be able to buy your dream home and build it from the ground up cash. You will be able to go build your dream car cash. I have written those checks to myself. Matt, hold on, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, show, show us the check. Show us the check, Sharice. That's what I'm saying. She's I'm gonna zero out the account number now. 
This is a $180,000 check to Mercedes Benz for my G Wagon. All right. It ain't got no date on it. It ain't got no date on it. It ain't got no date on it. But that, when I talk about manifestation, and it's not all physical, but you got to make it as plain, as plain, as plain as it can get. If it looks like writing a check mm. to yourself without a date, so be it. If it looks like mm. sketching out the floor plan to your dream house, so be it. If it looks like creating a business plan for this business that's going to change the world for your family, yourself, your legacy, go do it. Go dream. And for a while, I was afraid of dreaming. Like a, a why because I didn't know. I was afraid of rejection and failure and fear. You know, but it's like, yeah. what I have to lose? And matter of fact, my screensaver is my manifestation. I have a manifest, a visual manifestation board on my laptop and on my screensaver on my phone is my board. This this hit me. You know, I, I hear you saying whatever we need to do to better visualize, do it. If it's writing a check for ourselves, creating a vision board, if it's sketching, as you said. So when I'm thinking about this plane, I have it on the vision board, but I need to really like, maybe I, I need to think about, you know, what the decoration is going to look like yeah. on the inside. Yep. Where are we going to yep. fly to? Yep. Mine is not. Where? Okay. And get a picture of it. Get a picture of your plane, Paul. Put it on your on your desk or whatever, just make sure that you're seeing it regularly. Because in the times that, like, you know, entrepreneurship is hella hard, you know, and in the times that it gets just dark and very difficult, you can look up and be like, okay, this is one of the things, one of the physical, the visual things that I can see um, that's going to come to pass. You know, this is the reason I'm doing All right. Love it. Love it. All right, Sharice, last okay. question for you. All right. October. 2021. <laughs> no, we need to do this every year now. This is gonna be my annual, my annual Cerise Jones update. The <laughs> annual update. Where, where are we gonna be at in terms of business and life in a year? Okay, so let's do some manifestations right now. I'm gonna have to close my eyes. I can't look at you. All right, I'm gonna close okay, my eyes so too. Go ahead. October 2021. Oh, I cannot yes. wait to meet her. Oh, oh I cannot mm. wait to meet her. She will have her dream house built over 11,000 square feet paid for in cash. Oh, 11,000. She will. She will have peace of mine and she will be able to say no fluidly with a period on the gotcha. end. She mm. will care less about how other people feel. She will say yes to herself first, unapologetically. Yes. Not it being like six on the list and then you just move yourself up. No, say yes to me first, unapologetically. She will be a whole sensation on HSN and beyond. HSN is just a gateway drug. Sephora will be knocking on the door for the lip gloss mm. line, for the lipstick line, for the lashes, for the full cosmetics line. Nordstrom's yes. will be... Ah! Mm. Here you go, Paul. Okay. A tear might fall. <laughs> Nordstrom's will be banging on the door for these handbags. 
for this Dina handbag. That is, that is, I'm so proud of it. We will have a full ready to wear clothing line. We will have a full shoe line. We will be in a warehouse that houses our growth and that can contain our growth. We will have, we will employ a majority black woman staff of over, of over at that point, I'm claiming it, over 100 people. Whoa. We will. I heard it. Jesus Christ. I, wow. <laughs> I tell you what, it's, it's done. It is done. It is done. It, it is, is done. done. Sharice, I adore you. <laughs> I really do. You you have all of my support. Thank you. Thank you so much. You have you have all of Botswana's <laughs> support. <laughs> we we we're riding for you. We're all riding for you and everything that you just said is going to happen and more. Yeah. And I receive it. I receive right. it. Uh, and all I have to say is, I, I'll see you I in see October. You October, Paul. Okay. There you go. Yeah, right, wait, hold on. Here's my medicine. Okay. In October, in October, right? In October, I'm going to show you the photo of my jet in October that I that I just acquired. <laughs> show that to you in October. Okay. I'm going to show that to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's how that's how we're gonna get back and forth. And and I'm gonna say, you know what? I'm gonna say, Sharice. Next time you all want to just hop on the jet, we'll just go. go Listen, the only way that I am doing the interview with you next year is if I can get a jet ride. Which okay. All right. You know what? That's I like that hurdle. Okay. So don't come. Don't come right here. I like that hurdle. Hey, I like that hurdle. All right. I like it. Let's do it. All right. That is it. Thank you. For the opportunity, thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. I, t- I tell you what, this this is one of those where, yeah, this 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 was special. This was special. And I'll just leave it at that. Period. It was special. <laughs> and there you have it. An amazing, amazing story. And at the end, by the way, Sharice was crying. That's how deeply into that vision she was in. I mean, this is one of those moments where it just, it just, just blew me away. Everything about Sharice, how transparent she is. I mean, you know, I want to say this. I, I want to, can I, can I talk to y'all? Can we, can we have a quick after show, right? A lot of these entrepreneurs, right? They don't want to talk numbers. And I get it. You want to keep some of your business guarded, you know, for competitive reasons. But there was not one question that I could tell Sharice didn't, you know, it it wasn't like she just wanted to answer it. She wanted to unpack it. Even the numbers she wants to unpack. She is completely transparent. And I believe that is one of the secrets to her success. If I had to vote, if you said, Paul, 
I need you to pick one entrepreneur that you've talked to over the last year as Entrepreneur of the Year. Who would you select without hesitation? It would be Sharice Jones. So please share this episode with friends of yours who are, you know, budding entrepreneurs. Actually, go back to episode 15 where we first begin to hear Sharice's story. But this is a this is a complimentary package of episodes, episode 15 in this episode, that I will cherish forever. I will share with many people, and I hope you do as well. So until the next time, stay blessed. Sweet and bored.